Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. With Audible, you have access to the internet's largest online library of audiobooks, and you could download the books and listen to them anytime, anywhere. I'll admit it, I'm not a huge reader, and it's hard for me to just find the time to sit down and read and like concentrate on a good book. But what I love about audiobooks is I could take my time and listen to these books at my leisure, whether I'm in the car or I'm cooking or I'm like cleaning up my house after my toddler destroys it, etc. And lately I've been listening to The Handmaid's Tale. I love the show and I decided to listen to the book just so I could get kind of some more like details about what's happening in Gilead. And I've been enjoying the book so much. I've been enjoying the show so much more now that I have a little bit of background and I definitely recommend it for all of my listeners. And that title along with thousands of other titles are available now on audible.com. For a free 30-day trial, go to audible.com and use our promo code I just want to chat 20 and start listening to a great audiobook today. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary and guys, we have a really good show for you today. I'm so excited. This weekend was everything. It was the royal wedding. It was the long-awaited wedding between Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. And I am joined this week by our guest host, Kayla Stastny. We are going to go over every single detail. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. All right, everybody, I'm so excited. Today for our Royal Wedding Extravaganza episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast, I am joined by probably the most perfect person that I could think of to talk about the Royal Wedding, Kayla Stastny. Hi, Kayla. Hello. And by perfect, she means a little crazed. <laughs> a little crazed. Like, I just, let's set the scene. Saturday morning slash night. What, what would it be called? Friday night slash Saturday morning. Where were you? So I didn't get up early. It aired at 4 a.m., I think, Pacific Mm -hmm. time. And I love royal weddings, but I'm not that dedicated. So what I actually did is there was a couple theaters in San Francisco that showed the royal wedding in a movie theater at 10 a.m. Incredible. Okay, so I thought that you went to the theater in the middle of the night, but it turns out that you're just smarter than everybody. And like, not only did you get some sleep, but you also got to go see it in a great setting with popcorn. I think it's so great that they showed it. And yeah, I got popcorn and candy. It had reclining seats. Okay, heaven. And the theater was so into it. It was like a really loud theater. We were like cheering. People were gasping when Megan got out of the car. It was like a 10 out of 10 experience. It was so fun. I really hope there's another royal wedding in my lifetime because I want to bring more people to experience it. It was so fun. That's got to be like the best situation to watch it. Like... Just, like, with people that, like, appreciate it. Because no one's going to get their butts out of bed at 10 a.m. and go pay to go see the royal wedding in theaters, like, if they're not into it, you know? There was a few boyfriends there that I think were just being really, really good boyfriends. But everyone, for the most part, was really into it. And people dressed up, too. That's why I always, um, like, liked going to midnight showings of movies. Because, like, the people that were there at the midnight showings, like, I went to every Twilight midnight showing. I, oh my gosh, I, I was just going to talk about that. The it. last one, like, can I give out spoilers for Twilight? If you haven't I mean, seen Twilight. I mean, if you haven't seen this uh, seven-year-old <laughs> the ship has film. Um, but I made my husband go to the very last um, Twilight premiere at midnight. More so, like, as a pop culture experience. Mm-hmm. But you know that part and, like, Where Carlisle, Carlisle gets, gets beheaded? Off or something? Yeah, and, like, no one was expecting that. The theater was freaking out. There were screams. People were, like, gasping. It was so funny. And it's, like, one of my favorite memories ever. Mm -hmm. Then who ends up getting killed at, like, the very end of it? Is it Alice or is it Edward? Do any of of them end up dying? Edward definitely doesn't die. 
Well, like in like the dream sequence, right? Like I remember oh, like it yes. ends where like I really feel like it's like Edward or somebody dies and then Arrow, Arrow, how do you say his name? It literally doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. The King of the Volturi. Um, wow, yeah. A lot of Volturi talk for me this week. After my, <laughs> my The tweet. Bachelor guy. <laughs> yeah, after my... That will be in tomorrow's episode that I've already recorded. But um, anyway, go follow me on Twitter. I've been talking about the Volturi a lot this week. Anyway, like, I think Aro I dies. I think Alice and does that, die, though. I think you're right. Yeah, then that like ends the dream sequence. And then it's like, just kidding. Yeah. No, it's like, haha, just kidding. Um, anyway. So, yeah. You just gotta... When there's big pop culture events, you got to go watch it with your people. That's how I feel. I read this whole article. We don't have to get into it because I could preach about this forever. I understand that pop culture, some parts of it aren't for everybody, but it's a really big part of our society. And I feel like it sets the sa- sets the stage for just kind of like how our world operates. And I just believe that pop culture is a really important part of 2018. Oh, 100%. It's, it's historically a, like a really big part of like every time period and I always get so annoyed and then this is like me on like my high horse I've always been intrigued by celebrity culture ever since I was like really little like I've been like watching like E2 Hollywood stories and E! News and stuff since I was literally like five I always wanted to be like a movie star or famous or something like when I was little and like now like I would hate that um and I have no talent but um (laughs) like people have always made fun of me for like how much I love celebrity culture and pop culture and I, like, I'm pretty good at, um, like, having, like, a good sense of humor about myself and being, like, very self-aware and, like, kind of, like, mocking myself, like, with how much I love pop culture. But people that just act like they're above it, like, not only are they just missing out on so much, like, it's really just, like, this thing that connects people as a society. Like, everyone was watching the royal wedding. And then, like, it's okay to be, like... Oh, like, I think, like, the monarchy is outdated. It's a waste of money. I can't believe that they spent that much on the wedding. But, like, at the end of the day, it was a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful moment. A biracial woman was married to the freaking Prince of England. That, not his real title, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it was historic. It was beautiful. And it was, like, two cultures coming together, America and England. Like, if you say that, like, your heart wasn't touched or, like, you were just a grump about the whole thing, like... Mm, that's not that's yeah. not good did you see that meme that was like going around everywhere and it was like i stopped caring about royal weddings in 1776 yeah. and i'm just like congratulations good for you somebody on um, one of my mom groups said something that was actually like kind of tone deaf but like she made a comment like that first and she was like i um my ancestors didn't die in 1776 I'm like, did your ancestors really die in 1776? Um, <laughs> my ancestors didn't die in 1776, uh, so I could care about the monarchy. And then other people were like, like one of my friends is in that group, and she's like a black woman. And she was like, oh, well, this is actually what it represents to me, because 50 years in, ago in America, like there was still like segregation. And now like a biracial woman is marrying like a prince like it means so much to so many people and if you just like pretend like like what it symbolized like doesn't mean anything to anybody else or like it shouldn't mean anything to anybody else you're like tone deaf and stupid and you take yourself too seriously i totally agree That's and official, i understand if, i just like, want a chat opinion <laughs> people i understand if you didn't want to watch the 
like watch the wedding, get up before I am or go to a movie theater. If that's not your jam, that's totally fine. But yeah, don't pretend like it's not symbolic for a lot of people. And for me, it was really symbolic that um, our world is continuing to become more globalized and everyone's on the same page and we're all just meshing together and all kind of fighting for the same causes. I feel like that it was just really symbolic that we're all in this together, like America and the UK coming together, both really caring about this wedding, so many different cultures involved. We're all in this together. That's what it symbolized for me. 100%. So now let's get into the nitty gritty. Oh, and backstory on how I watched the royal wedding. I didn't, and I was horrified. You slept through it, didn't you? Yeah, so what happened was, so like the night before, we were doing something, I can't remember, but like we had like a big family day on Friday night, and then like got home late and like went to bed late but I still had like all my alarms set and well not all my alarms I should have set more but I set one at like 4 a.m and because I'm like in Las Vegas specific standard time that's when it was going to start for me but I like I woke up at three like in a panic like did I miss it did I miss it (laughs) and I didn't so I went back to bed and also like my toddler like woke up a few times like in that night which was weird she's like cutting a tooth um so like it was like up and down up and down like I was awake all night wake up at three did I miss it no I didn't miss it then my alarm goes off at four and I literally just like turned it off I was just like okay like I'll get up in like 20 more minutes I don't need to see the first little part of it mm-hmm. and then I woke up at five and then I was like holy crap I missed it and like I went on Twitter and of course like there's the dress there's everything there's stand by me there's all this like the moments that I missed and I was so bummed but I've since uh, watched it back. So That's the glorious thing about the internet. Yes, thank goodness. Okay, so let's get down to the nitty gritty. And we cannot start off a conversation about the royal wedding without talking about the people first. Although like, I'm like super anxious to talk about the dress, let's talk about our opinions on Meghan Markle and Harry um, and their relationship um, to begin with. So here's the deal about me and Ma- Meghan Markle. Up until this weekend, like, up until the wedding, I, like, didn't really like her. Like, I thought she was beautiful, but I thought um, she was possibly, like, a little fame-hungry. I didn't like Mm -hmm. the interview that she did with, um, like, right after they got engaged with her and Harry for BBC. I didn't really think that she came off well in that interview. I thought that she came off as, like, not really authentic I thought, like, the comments that she was making about how when she was set up on the blind date, she didn't really care it was Prince Harry. She was just saying, is he kind? Because if he's not kind, <laughs> then then it won't work. Like, all this stuff. Like, I thought it seemed, like, so rehearsed and faked. And I'm like, oh, this girl's just, like, opportunistic. She's, a, like, a actress from America, but, like, not, like, a movie star or anything. Like, it just, mm-hmm. like, it seemed like she had so much to gain. Like, she was kind of a social climber? Yeah. So that was my, like, impression at first. But, of course, like, I appreciated her beauty and all that stuff. And Harry, like, a thing about Harry that I like versus William. Because I always thought that I liked William, but then I heard some stuff about him this week that I'll get to in a minute. And now, Ooh, like, I'm now I don't hear. like him. But um, Harry, like, he's had so many girlfriends, long-term girlfriends, mm-hmm. specifically, like, Chelsea Davies. That came to the wedding. Yeah, that came to the wedding. Um, Where, like, he has dated so many women long-term that have decided that, like, the royal life wasn't for them. And so, like, they walked away from it and, like, they broke up with him. 
And, like, that says to me a lot about, like, the kind of women that he likes. Like, the kind of women that he's, like, attracted to and, like, gets into relationships with are, like, strong, independent women that, like, aren't social climbers. And, like, so after, like, pondering that, my opinion on Meghan Markle kind of changed where I was like, you know what, I don't think that Harry would, like, I think that Harry would know the signs of someone that's just, like, in it for the fame, in it to social climb, that kind of stuff. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so I started to come around because I'm like, he's had so many girlfriends. He's had so many opportunities to get married before. And then each of those women have been like, no, like the royal life isn't for me. So like those are the kind of women that he's attracted to. Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel good about um, Meghan Markle. I always thought that Meghan Markle seemed kind of like an obvious choice for him. Um, And this is coming from a much more simplistic perspective. viewpoint but Kate was such a um practical choice for William Mm -hmm. William is a little bit a little bit more buttoned up um he kind of has a little bit more of a sense of duty he's a little quieter and from what I understand about Harry which like I've kind of come into this a little bit late I didn't know a lot about him up until they got engaged but he was a party boy. He got in trouble a lot he had a lot of girlfriends and it seems like Megan is just a little bit not that she's a partier but She's just a little bit more of a wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like that kind of fit from the get-go. Yeah. And then, of course, like, we can't talk about Meghan Markle without talking about her iconic roles um, in American cinema. And I'm not referring to Suits because I've never seen Suits. Have you seen Suits? I saw the first season years ago, so I don't remember that much about her. But I have recently watched both of her Hallmark movies and don't sleep on those. Okay, I will... I will go see it. Side note, have you seen The Kissing Booth on Netflix yet? No, but they keep talking about it in a different podcast that I listen to, mm-hmm. and I'm dying to watch it. But my husband keeps getting home too early, so we have to watch our show together, and I haven't had a chance yet. Dang it. Yeah, Is well, it good? No, I haven't watched it yet. because So Kayla and I both listen to The Morning Toast, and we love it. Um, it's like such a good podcast, so listen to that if you haven't listened to it yet. But they keep talking about The Kissing Booth, and I love their recommendations, so I want to watch it. But I have so many things queued up. I just finished watching Evil Genius on Netflix. Um, Was that good? It was really good. Um, I wouldn't have watched it without my husband, I don't think. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was like a true crime type thing. And he's like really into that. Um, And then I still want to watch Queer Eye. I haven't watched Queer Eye yet. I started it last week and it's so heartwarming. It's darling. I need to watch Queer Eye. That's a hard word for me to say, Queer Eye. Um, It's a hard word. And, but now I'm watching season two of 13 Reasons Why. So once I'm done with 13 Reasons Why as a palate cleanser, I'm going to probably listen to Dear Evan Hansen like a thousand times and then watch. (laughs) It will be very uplifting, I think. I keep like watching 13 Reasons Why and I'm like, okay, they are going about like this whole story. Cause like that show is so problematic. I'll make a separate episode just talking about the season two of 13 Reasons Why, but. The show is obviously, like, so problematic for so many ways. And I keep comparing it to Dear Evan Hansen. And, like, whereas this show, like, kind of glamorizes suicide, Dear Dear Evan Hansen, like, does it, like, the right way. And, like, you F up people's lives when you commit suicide. Is the second season of 13 Reasons Why just as dark as the first season? I haven't watched darker. any of it, but I like the Darker, 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 darker. Like, it's hard to binge. I haven't been able to binge. Between, like, 13 Reasons Why and, like, Handmaid's Tale and, like, my, like, loop of shows right now. and I'm so like, glad Evil for the Genius. royal wedding. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thank goodness for the royal wedding. Um, so, yeah, 
Back to Meghan Markle. Oh, Meghan Markle's uh, iconic roles. So she was the case holder um, for Deal or No Deal. She was case 24. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the, sorry, in-laws that are going to listen to this, but she was the blowjob girl on 90210. <laughs> That's um, my least favorite thing that she's done. She was the, Don't you? She was the FedEx girl on uh, Horrible Bosses, which was also mm-hmm. like a sexy-ish role. Like, I don't know. It it was like thirty seconds long though. She didn't yeah. really like she came like, in, dropped something up, and left. But like that's also something to be said. Like she's not like an American movie star. Like I feel like people no. in England probably are under the impression that he's marrying this like A lister or something. She's not an A lister. I don't she even think like, she was like a D lister. I would say D lister at best. I would say like a Instagram hottie with five hundred thousand followers had more fame than she did a year ago. I heard that she only got paid $800 an episode for Deal or No Deal. No way. I don't know if that's true, but that's not very much. I feel like that's... So I used to go to, um, like, tapings all the time when I was in high school. Like, that was my job. Like, I would go to... I would go be, like, a seat filler. I would go to all these, like, TV show tapings. You can get paid to do that? Yeah. So I was just, like, part of, like, the union, and I would get paid for that stuff. So for Deal or No Deal, when I went one time, I think I got paid like 80 bucks that day for, and then they filmed three or four episodes during that day. Maybe, I think it was like three episodes and then like we had to watch like a bunch of extra crap. So I got paid $80 for that day. I'm not good at math. But Megan Markle. Was Megan Markle there? Me. Was she one of the I have people? literally no idea. <laughs> like. That- Honestly, That's a really cool job, though, and that I feel like that fits into your personality so well for it, that to have been your job. It was a cool job, like, especially, like, the seat-filling aspect of it, but, like, to call it a job is kind of laughable because, like, the amount of, like, time, effort, and gas it took me to get to each of these tapings probably, like, negated any money that I made. <laughs> like, I but you got to tell people that you were, like, sitting at a taping of a TV show. Yeah, like, my seat-filler stories are pretty cool. But my TV show tapings, unless it, these deal or no deal ones where Meghan Markle could have possibly been there, I have literally no idea. Probably a little more lackluster. Anyway, so I didn't like Meghan Markle at first. And I did see that video of her on Facebook all the time about her talking about, like, the feminism thing and her um, with, like, the soap app. Oh, like, the commercial you... that she did. Was it a commercial? Well, so... She saw a commercial that said, like, women everywhere are washing dishes with our soap or something like that. And so when she was 12, she, like, wrote a letter and she was like, hey, that's not right. You should change it to people everywhere instead of women everywhere. And then they made the change. But then, and this, I'm not referring to the uh, Linda Ellerby Nick News thing. I shared it on our Facebook group. Um, Because that video was cool and kind of gave more of a backstory from, like, when she was 12. But this video that's always shared on Facebook was of Meghan Markle saying this stuff like two years ago at like a feminism conference. And like that like rubbed me the wrong way like because it seemed like so staged and rehearsed and weird. But this past weekend so much good stuff has come out about her that I had like no idea about. So I don't know. Now I think that she's like really cool. I was really touched by her walking herself down the aisle after all her family crap that happened last week like. She was just, like, the definition of, like, poise and beauty and confidence. I was, like, so touched by her mom. I was so touched by, like, all the choices that she made in the wedding. I don't know. So now I'm, like, a really big Meghan Markle fan. Um, same. I wouldn't say that 
I felt pretty neutral about her before. Mm -hmm. I was just excited for the royal wedding. But I totally agree. That moment when she got out of the car and she got her dress all situated and she was waiting at the bottom of the stairs and she was by herself. Um, And I think someone put this, it might have been in our Facebook group, but they said, can you imagine that moment? Like, this is the most nerve-wracking moment of your life. And you're doing it alone. And there's nobody next to you to say, you look beautiful. I'm so happy. You know, you have to pump yourself up. How incredible that she handled it so well, that huge moment. Um, And she did it by herself. And I think that that's really inspiring um, that she has her own back, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, so I was just really touched by it. Now let's talk about the dress. I'm going to admit it. She looked absolutely beautiful. But was I underwhelmed a little bit? Yes. I think that you could still say that she looked gorgeous, absolutely beautiful, stunning, and still be underwhelmed. I absolutely, underwhelmed is the exact word that I used. Um, I felt like I liked the dress. The design of the dress was very simple and very classic and very her. Mm -hmm. I just felt like it didn't fit. It didn't highlight her body. And she has an incredible figure. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just kind of disappointed that it didn't showcase it properly. Um. And I was a little, I didn't love her makeup and hair look. And that being said, she is, she's one of the most beautiful women alive. She's so naturally stunning. Um, I guess my opinion is that you should just look a little bit more polished on your wedding day, especially if you're marrying a prince. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people come after you for saying that. And I think it's fine. You, everyone should just have their own opinion of whether they liked her dress or not. I don't think it's okay to, like, pick apart someone's appearance and be unkind about it. But it's okay to have an opinion about her dress. And there's yes. no self-righteous people that should come after you. Yeah, like, just um, the dress, I feel like – so the style of it was really nice. I wish that, like, the skirt was fuller. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep, like, looking at it thinking, like, what could have made it just, like, a little bit better? The fit would have made it. Like, totally. If it was, it could have been a knockout. Yeah, if it was fitted, it would have been great. Like, I wonder what the where that choice came from to not make it fitted. You know, I heard it's. <laughs> this is blasphemy. I, so I don't, don't believe listen to me. I heard it's because she's pregnant, but there, I don't there's believe no that. effing way. No, she's not. That's not true. I feel like people underestimate how hard it is to get pregnant. Like, yes, like accidental pregnancies like do happen, but. Being at, like, the level that they are, if she were to get accidentally pregnant in between the time where they got engaged before the wedding, they would have to be, like, trying, I feel like. Like, That's true. Like, there's no way. Like, because it's not like she was pregnant at the time of their engagement or else they would have really rushed the wedding and she would have been married, like, in March or something. But, like, I don't know. Like, people underestimate, like, you can only get pregnant one day of the month. (laughs) <laughs> like literally you could only can you tell that i'm like going through some stuff right now anyway you could only get pregnant one day <laughs> throughout the whole month like it's it's a hard thing to get pregnant and people on like facebook groups and stuff and like on twitter all the time like taylor swift gains like a couple pounds she's pregnant like <laughs> like everyone's pregnant like and i'm like don't you guys understand <laughs> that it's like but at the well, same even time, if I mean, she like, did get people pregnant, get pregnant on accident all the time she but, wouldn't be showing yet. Yeah, and if she did get pregnant, I feel like that's not the kind of dress that she would have worn. Like, I feel like the skirt would have come up higher because, like, that's mm-hmm. how you disguise a belly. You don't disguise a belly with, like, a loose-fitting dress. Like, you move the skirt up higher. Like, 
we didn't know that Cardi B was pregnant. And, like, she's she's due in July, and she just announced her pregnancy a month ago. Like, we didn't really know about that pregnancy. Like, there were rumors and stuff, but, like, it was not confirmed. And she was, like, wearing stuff and, like, functioning out in real life. And, like, no one was able to get a picture of her being pregnant. I didn't know she was due that soon. Yeah, like, she's, like, she's due in July. Like, the baby is coming soon. She rocked the Met Gala, her pregnant outfit. I yeah. love that. Okay. One off. <clears throat> Where are you? So I asked this question on my Twitter and on Facebook. Where are you on the side of the, the debate? If you could attend one. And I'm going to say this as... Um, so, like, you get to attend one of these events as, like, with A-list privileges. So, like, you get yeah. to, like, be dressed to the nines. Like, you're Does that mean if I'm going to the royal wedding, I get to be the bride? Not the bride, but, like, you get to be, like, a like an A-list level guest like get like those kind of privileges so would you rather attend the royal wedding or the met gala and but met gala a-list privileges mean you're wearing like a Givenchy dress you are dressed to the nines like you are in theme you get to go to everything you get to go to like the party that the after parties all of that would you rather go to the met gala or royal wedding that's so tough because the royal wedding those only happen every so often like the next royal to get married is who George, Charlotte. Okay, but let's say that you could either pick one Met Gala or one Royal Wedding. Like, you'll never have another opportunity to go to the Met Gala. Right. I think I my first, like, my impulse reaction is the Royal Wedding. But I think I would have more fun at the Met Gala. And I think I would like my outfit better. I think I would want to dress for the Met Gala before I would want to dress for a Royal Wedding. So when I put this question up, I almost didn't because I thought that Met Gala would win bar none, like no competition. Because like the royal wedding would be like a cool thing to go to. I don't think I would pay more than a thousand bucks to go to the royal wedding. Really? Like I like I think like my effort to go to the royal wedding would be no more than three thousand. I would say outfit, transportation, all of that. If it was more than a three thousand dollar investment, I don't think I would do it. Met Gala. Well- yeah. Like, I'm t- I'm talking as if I have money to spend. I, I <laughs> Like, this is not, like, a thing. Um, this is very realistic. This, this is, is very realistic, re- realistic. But, like, I would, like, do anything to go to the Met Gala. Anything. Like, that. that's, like, such, like, an incredible thing. I don't know. So. The thing that's cool about the Royal Wedding, though, is I feel like I got to go to it, honestly. Well, I mean, you were in reclining seats. How could you With not? a giant screen. <laughs> I felt like I had a very yeah, great experience. Yeah. You probably ate better than anybody at the, at least at the ceremony. What did they have at the reception? I heard that they had um, cotton candy. Oh, really? I want to hear more about the reception because I feel like this is another question I have. How much control over the wedding do you believe that Meghan Markle had? I would say I would give it 40 to 50%. Yeah. I'd yeah, I think that the, she like probably had a really strong influence, but there was a lot of things I'm sure that were out of her hands. Before I saw the wedding, I I was always under the impression of like the brides, like Kate Middleton or whatever, probably just went to the um, went to the fittings when she had to would pick between like one set of silverware versus another or something like that. Mm-hmm. But sorry, I have to sneeze one moment. 
This is the worst. This is the worst. <laughs> Isn't it worse like when you like need to sneeze, but like you need it to be fast, but like you can't you can't speed up a sneeze. Like you just have to like let it run its course. That was so cute. That was like a Daffy Duck sneeze. Yeah, I'm the, I'm so cute. I'm the, I'm so cute. Um. Anyway, but after watching this re- royal wedding. Like, the touches with, like, the American bishop and, like, the black, like, soulful choir singing, like, Stand By Me. I just don't think Kensington Palace picked any of that. So, when that pastor, I can't remember what his name was. It's Bishop. I had it pulled up because I loved him and I loved what he said, so I wanted to, like. And I know he's he was the first black pastor in an Episcopal church, I believe. Oh, really? Wow. Um, like to the position, like in the position mm-hmm. that he's in. But I don't know if it was like the edit that they gave it in the movie theater, but they would show him and then they would show different people's reactions in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they were timed perfectly or this was their reaction at that moment, you know, because like, I'm not exactly sure how they edited it. But the theater was like laughing so hard because they would show the pastor and he was so passionate and like really animated. And then they would go to like the queen and Philip and they would look so awkward. They looked uncomfortable. (laughs) And then everyone in the theater would just like crack up. Mm. It was really interesting. It seemed like, I mean, it was definitely something different um, that they would have never done before. (laughs) It was just funny because it seemed like some of the Royal family was, um, out of place. Mm-hmm. They seemed a little. They seemed a little awkward and a little surprised. So that's what makes me feel like Megan had way more totally. control than than she thought. Like than I would have thought. Because that choir was that so choir was beautiful. everything. So this was another thing that happened. Like right when I woke up. Like I woke up. I saw her dress, and then like I feel like the second royal wedding thing I saw on Twitter was the song, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Stand by me." Like. That's like what we sung like at the end of the year in choir, like to say goodbye to the seniors. Like, that's, like that's like a friend song. Like, why are you doing this? And so, like, I like made some comments somewhere. I literally can't even remember where it was, but I was like, mm, kind of weird, kind of more of like a friend song. <laughs> Didn't really like that choice. Like, sounded good. And then later on that day, I watched it, and I was like, the most beautiful. Like, nothing will ever be more beautiful than this. And then let's talk about that chorister. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. She was everything. She was amazing. And I loved, I don't know, I loved the whole look of the choir. Um, there were so many different hairstyles represented in the choir that I loved. Um, I loved how expressive they were. And I think that song, I always thought it was kind of a friend song too, mm-hmm. but listening to it in a wedding context, I think it's really romantic. Yeah. Like I think, of, like I couldn't think of a better song for them to pick. Like, I mean, if it was me, like I would have picked something like way more stupid. Like I would have done like a Sam Smith crappy song or whatever so that's why i am not a princess and megan markle is um but i'm sorry like that being said i'm looking at this picture of harry and megan right now and it's her and him like getting married like looking at um the bishop wait i just pulled up his name where did it go bishop bishop michael curry that's his name okay um her dress is so ill-fitting in this photo that i'm looking at like and it got all wrinkly after yeah, she sat literally through. like all of it's like so wrinkly so i just i don't understand those choices like i don't i don't get it but now let's talk about part two her reception dress which was everything 
it was so that is kind of I don't think I would have expected her to wear that dress to her wedding oh but that was the kind of dress just really sleek and simple which I think is really true to her style Mm -hmm. um but also kind of showcases her figure a little bit more um and I I looked at that I was like her body is incredible Yes. She has like these thin, long arms. And so I loved the halter top because it showed off her long, beautiful arms. I loved the ring she was wearing. It seemed like her bun was redone and it was a little bit more polished. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was a huge fan more of her. Of that, like, and part. Harry looked so cute in his black and white tux. Adorable. All right. And then let's talk about the bridesmaids and um, groomsmen. And this, it was so cute. And I was wondering... Why don't we do that? Like, I wish that, like, my bride's my bridal party could have just been, like, a bunch of little kids I used to babysit. Like, That's not saying so that I didn't true. love my bridesmaids, but I mean, like, <laughs> one of them wore jeans um, to my wedding. But I can't believe that you forgave that person. You're such a good friend. Okay, so I will talk about it now because I know that she'll never listen to the podcast. She is my, like, one of my favorite people on the earth. But she is, like, um... Like, if anybody in the world would have worn jeans to my wedding, it would have been her. <laughs> and she like, did. <laughs> when I wa- when I walked out of the temple, I saw her. That was the first thing I saw. And I was like, Marquis, where are your jeans? Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have used her name, but whatever. Marquis. Um, I, where, where's your skirt? Why are you in jeans? And, like, so what had happened was I got <laughs> – I'm from Palm Springs, and that's where she lives, too. And I'd got married in San Diego. And, and that, like, that's the San Diego I got temple. married in, too. Yay, Temple Twins. So, like, in, in Mormon weddings, because I'm, we're, we're, Kayla and I are both Mormons. Um, you, like, you get married in the temple, and then you come out, and, like, that's where, like, your bridal party are and everything like that. It's just, like, a small ceremony on the inside. Um, and then, like, what happens outside of the temple is essentially just, like, a photo shoot. But anyway, so she drove from Palm Springs to San Diego, and her boyfriend was supposed to bring the skirt for her, and, he, like, he forgot it. Or, like, there was a miscommunication or something. So she had to wear jeans, and she, like, wasn't wearing the right color top or anything. But she is, like, literally, like, one of my favorite people and probably the only person in the world that I would have forgiven for that. Even though I know that sounds like I haven't forgiven. We're like, meh. But, <laughs> you like, can still hold on to a little bit of those. But, like, <laughs> she is just, like, the quirkiest girl ever. Like, she's 100%, like, off the grid. Like, I only get to talk to her, like, every, like, three or four months because, like, she gets her hands on a phone, and she's like, hey, Mary, how's it going? <laughs> like, she is, like... I don't know. She's super cool. But yeah. Um, that being said, I would have loved to have like little kids be my bridesmaids. And like how I cute know. was like little Charlotte. And George, I thought. And I loved that they came behind her and were like helping with her veil and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the portraits that they put out? Yes. Okay. And then the portraits. That one picture of her and Harry. Oh, one of the most beautiful oh, pictures gosh. I've ever seen. So beautiful. But in the picture with all the kids, like the bridesmaids and groomsmen no page boys um not even not all of the kids are looking at the camera and I had a photographer friend post the picture and she's like see even the most professional of photographers can't get all the kids to look at the camera okay I'm sorry for the if I sound distracted right now I'm trying to find what Kate Middleton wore to her reception oh I haven't seen I I haven't ever seen that I know I haven't seen that either but I just, I would wonder about, like, the contrast. Like, did she show her shoulders and stuff, too? Wait. Here, keep it going, Kayla. Talk about something else. Okay, what else should we talk about? Um, celebrities that went. Oh, yes. Okay. I was actually surprised. I think I was expecting there to be more celebrities there. 
um, at the movie yeah. theater that I watched it at, the first hour, hour and a half of the movie was watching people walk in. Mm-hmm. And I loved that James Corden was there. That was Oh, I didn't great. know that. And I forgot he was British. <laughs> he was there with his wife. Serena Williams was there. And is her husband like the CEO of Reddit or something? He's a big deal. Yeah, but she – so Harry and Meghan, they went to Serena Williams' wedding a couple months ago. Okay. Um, and I think her and Serena are good friends. Yeah. And then that one celebrity, Pierre – what's her name? I've never known how to say her name, but it starts with a P. What was she wearing? Well, she was – she's one of Meghan Markle's best friends, and she was a bridesmaid. But she's like an American actress. Oh, yes. I read that name this morning. Piernan Chopka. I just murdered that name, but she's like absolutely beautiful and nice and kind, but I don't know who she is. Was she the one wearing the blue dress? Yes. Okay. Um, Also, I loved her Suits co-star that came with Spencer from Pretty Little Liars, who is his wife. Ooh, I That was a great colliding of worlds. Her one, I don't remember what the Suits co-star's name is. Um, He's the blonde one. He's Mm -hmm. like the main guy in the show. Anyways, yeah, he's married to Spencer. So that was like just come in full circle, all kinds of celebrities showing up. Um, Okay, I can't find Kate's reception dress. I'm giving up. I don't know that anybody, I don't know that it's like there's a picture of it because the only picture pictures that I've seen from the reception are Harry and Meghan leaving. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's it. I think that's all we have. All we have. I want more. Yeah, same. Um, any who's all. So it was a very pretty wedding. It was a very great wedding. But now let's talk about how long we think that they'll last. After talking about this great, lovely wedding, um, let's put a time limit on <laughs> their marriage. Hold on. Let's finish talking about the celebrities that came. Oh, okay. Um, oh, George and Amal Clooney, obviously. Amal was the best dressed. Like, she can't Bullshit. go anywhere without, like, outshowing everybody. Oh my gosh. And I love George's suit too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like kind of a lighter color, but it was so classy. Um, I love them. They're literally flawless. I love them. And she's just like so beautiful. And she, she just seems so kind. Good. And... Yeah, just good. Like Yes, good. Um, I also loved what Megan's mom was wearing, that green, like a pea green kind okay, of Let's talk about Megan's mom beautiful oh my gosh absolute stunner and just like like I look at her and just like her like I can't even describe like the smile and like the look on her face like that whole time because obviously like there was the look of like pride and everything like in her daughter and like the look of love but like you can look at someone and just tell that they're like a self-assured confident good person and I don't know. And I just, like, I got that vibe from Megan's mom. And I was just, like, so floored by her. Like, I want to know everything about her. I it was sounds like, like she's had a tough life. I was maybe not going to admit this on here, but I definitely cried at several points during the wedding. And I felt justified in that because my girlfriend that I went with, she was crying first. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, but every time they showed Megan's mom, and she wasn't ever crying. She was just misty. Mm-hmm. Um, but she looked so peaceful and so calm and so proud. And to think of that in the context that she was in, she's in this totally foreign country. She didn't come with anybody. She's the only, she's representing Megan's family by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was just blown away, blown away by her. She was maybe my favorite part of the whole wedding. Yeah, like I was just so like, it's weird to say, but, like, humbled by just, like, looking at her, which, again, sounds weird, 
But, like, it's just one of those instances where you just look at someone, and I don't know, maybe it's, like, now I'm going to get, like, really deep. But, like, as, like, a mom, like, I, like, you can't think of, like, how do I want to phrase all these things without sounding weird? Like, getting... Getting married is, like, one of the biggest accomplishments that you'll have in your life. Not saying that if you don't get married, like, it's not, like, you're not accomplished. But That's like, a big moment for the It's a big mom, milestone. And it's, like, and after, like, hearing about all, like, the BS that, like, Megan's had to go through with her family and, like, how, like, just horrible, like, her stepkids have been to Megan's mom and mm-hmm. how horrible, like, Megan's dad has been and stuff. Just, like, this woman, like, persevered through it all. She was strong. She raised a beautiful, strong daughter where, like, again, hearing and reading more stuff about Meghan Markle this past weekend, amazing woman. Who she's is, quality. She's yeah, a quality. Who was, like, st- stood up for stuff. She's been a UN representative um, for, I think it was, for, like, an equality thing. I can't remember. Exactly. She's done a lot with the Me Too movement as well. Yeah. So, like, she's done so much. And so, like, this woman has raised, like, such a beautiful daughter, despite the odds of just being surrounded by absolute, like, trash humans. Like, her Were you surprised at how quickly that all melted away, though? Because I've been so caught up in, like, her dad and her sister saying all this stuff. Is he coming to the wedding? How embarrassing for Megan? Well, blah, blah, blah. you know why it all stopped? Why? Because all these publications wanted to run stuff about the royal wedding, and Kensington Palace, like, wouldn't let them. Really? Well, like, they won't... Are they allowed like, to strong-arm them like that? Well, yeah, so, like, like the palace is, like, a... Um, like, they're... Like, publicity stuff, like, that's, like, a... Although, like, they are funded by, like, taxpayer money, they are allowed to, like, show preference to, like, news organizations. You could be blacklisted very easily by, like, saying, like, the wrong things about the royals and that kind of stuff. I was listening to the Jam Session podcast about it. And I learned so much, but like, there's a lot of publications that just say like, F it, like the Royals will never be on our side. So we'll run with whatever stories we want. But when it comes time to publish like the beautiful portraits that came out today and like that kind of stuff, if you want to publish those things, Kensington Palace has to like give you the okay. And they'll only give you the okay. Like if you're like cooperating with them. So you want to be on their nice side. Okay. Yeah. So you want to be on their good side. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I was just surprised at how easily that was forgotten. Once I started um, seeing the guests arrive at the wedding and everyone just seemed so calm and so happy to be there, I just felt like that all melted away much Mm -hmm. quicker than I was anticipating. Well, because I also was under the impression where, again, like, I don't know her, so, like, I I don't know if this is for sure, but I've always been under the impression that Megan's dad was invited because he's Megan's dad. Like, Harry had never met him. She has said personally that they're not close. Every account of that family we've ever gotten is, yeah, Megan and her dad are not close. He lives in Mexico. They do not talk. Like, so I feel like Megan, he, I feel like he was invited because he was Megan's dad. But, like, it probably didn't matter to her that much, like, whether or not he was there. Yeah, I think that, and I think you're right. Did, wasn't Prince Charles supposed to walk Megan down the aisle? He walked her part of the way. This so part she of the way, right? went up the steps. There By was herself. like the all the celebrity guests were in all these chairs and then there was actually a doorway. Mm-hmm. And then you go through the doorway and then there's all the family seats and the choir seats and the altar. And 
she walked by herself up the steps and through the first round of people. And then when she got to the doorway, Charles met her and he kind of like, she put her hand on top of his Mm -hmm. and then he walked her the rest of the way down the aisle. Charles is just not somebody that I feel good about. Have you watched Diana in her own words? No. Where, where can I watch that? Watch it on Netflix or on YouTube. Um, You'll just want to say like F the Royal family, F King Charles. I've watched a lot of documentaries about Diana, and yeah, I'm not. Charles I've never watched kid. The Crown. Like that's like been a hard show for me to watch because their accents are so thick, where like I can't pay attention to it. And then with the subtitles, I have to turn on, the subtitles on sometimes. But like yep. the subtitles distract me from like what's actually happening on the show, so I like I miss. I don't know. Um. Anyway, it was a beautiful wedding. Do you have any closing remarks? Oh yeah, wait. How long do we think that they'll last? I give them 7 to 11 years. I'm going to say that I just hope kids. that they stay married forever. I hope that yes. I hope that it lasts. I really do. Especially I think like this whole wedding really appealed to my sappy and romantic mm-hmm. side and I tweeted this but I was really actually overwhelmed when I went to the wedding with how like emotional it was. I just thought it was really sweet. I love seeing people in love. It reminded me of my own wedding and those feelings that you have like when you're first married and looking at your husband in the ceiling room. Um, and I just feel like I really tapped into that. And so I'm still kind of in this fairy tale romance coma. And so I'm just going to say that I hope that they're happy and they have a lot of kids and they stay married forever. You know what? I do hope that they stay married forever. Definitely. But you know what? Maybe just like the Prince Charles of it all and like the... (laughs) True. Like, my, like, view of, like, the royal family and stuff, that's why I feel like all royal marriages are doomed. And then also, when I listen to the Jam Session podcast, I guess it's, like, a known fact that um, that Prince William cheats on Kate all the time. Wait, that's, is that true? Well, like, it's, like, a thing, like, they were talking about it, and they were talking about how they don't think that, like, their marriage will last, and, like, the light has been sucked out from Kate's eyes. I will be heartbroken. Like, go listen. Go listen to that podcast because I was listening to it. I'm like, what? Is what? it the one that you posted and you said that this was really informative to listen to before yes. the royal wedding? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. I screenshotted it, so I'll go find it and listen. Yeah, because I like I learned. I had no idea because I was like the perfect couple, even though like they're it was clouded by like the Prince Charles and the royal family of it all. I'm like, no, like they seem really good, but like they spilled like a lot of rumored tea so yeah they seem like they rose above all of that princess diana and charles mess i always thought yeah i don't Hmm. know but obviously i wish the best for everybody and i want everybody to stay together for forever um and that being said kayla i want to talk to you forever but it is time to bid everyone farewell but i want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast can you please tell everybody where to find you Yes, you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Kayla, C-S-T-A-S-T-N-Y. And my Twitter handle, I believe, is K, just the letter K, underscore S-T-A-S-T-N-Y. All right, and you guys really need to follow her. Let me get sappy for a second real quick. Kayla is a great girl. But lately, she has inspired me to get to know my own city and my own town so much more like for the past couple months because like she lives in san francisco and she's always doing like so many fun things like around the town and you like do like audio like guided tours and stuff of your town right like you listen to yes do they have them in vegas 
Probably. I don't know. But like I've been so much more um, I've been like so much more inspired to like find cool things in my town. And like we're having so much fun like doing that. Like I've just whenever we're bored instead of like me taking Piper to like the normal parks and stuff that I do. I'm like, you know, what? like, let's see like what's on the other side of town or like let's like Google like I don't know. So I've been like really inspired by like your social media findings in your own town. So I've been exploring my own town too and I've been having so much fun. So everyone go follow Kayla. She's like so funny, so cool, so cute and very inspiring and gives you a great view of San Francisco, which is a place I've never been to, but I want to go visit Kayla there. So we'll see. Please do. There's Um, an air mattress waiting here for you. Yay! Can't wait. Sweet. So everyone, uh, make sure to follow the I Just Want to Chat podcast on Instagram, which is their hand. Our handle is I just want to chat podcast. Make sure to um, follow me on Twitter at Mary Person. Join our Facebook group, which is called I just want to chat. And we are talking about celebrity gossip on there all the time. And we're having so much fun. And then yes, the Facebook group is bomb. Thank you, Kayla. Last but not least, make sure to check out audible.com and use our promo code. I just want to chat 20 for a free 30 day trial of audible. So that is all for today. Tomorrow we will have a bachelor bios preview recap i don't know what to call it but me and gabby haru go over all of the bachelor bios for this new season bachelorette bios for the new season and it's really good so everyone again thank you so much for listening kayla thank you so much for being here and we will talk to you soon see you soon bye